the privilege to be before God's people tonight. It's one I don't take for granted. The Bible says it shall be said of Zion that these and that were born there. And this has become our testimony today. Each time we look back at what the Lord has done, we cannot but trace our route to this place. Hallelujah. And that's why I'm sure that um, somebody's life will chart a definite course in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want to appreciate God for our mother in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. She has been a blessing. She has been a blessing to my life. Very specific. I'm sorry I'm being biased, but she has been a mother indeed to me. Hallelujah. Sometimes when I, when I speak with my mom, she says, ah, you're going to talk about doing It's okay. You know you have a mother there. <laughs> Hallelujah. And truly, she has been a mother. And God bless you, ma'am. My grateful God bless you. I want to appreciate God for his servants here present. The ones you see and the ones you don't be deceived that these are the servants. Of, there are people inside here now that are looking at me. I tell you the truth. When they hold this thing, you'll be shocked what the Lord will do in this place. So I want to appreciate God for every one of us. The ones here, the ones there, the ones I can see, the ones that cannot see. The Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I also recognize every past executive of the church, Chapel of Praise, and the present executive. Thank you for hosting us, and thank you for keeping us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many of us are ready to receive from the Lord tonight? How many of us are ready to receive from the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Let me say something before we proceed. As, as the service will go on, there will be three layers. There will be three energy levels. Permit me to use that word. There will be three energy levels. And it is very important that you are sensitive to know when we approach an energy level. And you pass the first energy level with 10 minutes of prayer. You pass the second energy level with 15 minutes of prayer. You pass the third energy level with 20 minutes of prayer. I bless God you were here this morning, so I believe you are charged up already. Hallelujah. Three energy levels. It will be signified by the pressure to pray. It will well up from within. You will know when it comes. You will know when it comes. Hallelujah. So, my counsel to you tonight is that as much as you can maintain a posture of prayer. Maintain a posture of prayer and the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you just lift up your voice towards heaven and appreciate God in the spirit? Appreciate God in the spirit. Brother. Appreciate him in the 
Kapiat, Amanda Cabrera, Samela Cadiana, and Mela Kapiat. Somebody bless the Lord in the spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. 
Lift your hands towards the heavens. The Bible says, while they prayed and sang, the prison door opened at his own accord. Kanina Sila. I don't know who is held down in the prison here now. Perhaps it's a territorial prison. Maybe it's an ancestral prison. Hailo Kombela Haudraskine. Maybe it's an addiction. Rahite, Rahite, Hilo Pande Kome, Nisusama, Kaledo Sabela, Adam At the count of three, you will shout, break at the top of your voice. You understand? I will count one, two, three, you will shout, break at the top of your voice. <laughs> Whatsoever that prison represents in your life, I speak in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ that tonight they will give way. Tonight they will give way. Amen. Tonight they will give way. In the mighty name of Jesus. One, two, Ah, I'm gonna 
Fire of the Holy Ghost Everywhere here now Upon the foot of those who are held bound I decree at the count of three Let those chains break Let those chains break Amen. Let those chains break Amen. In the name of Jesus One, two, three
having spoiled principalities and power. He made an open show of them, triumphing over them in it. I decree in the name of Jesus, every principality and power over this territory, they are bound in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight, oh Lord, I ask that you will raise men from this place who will do damage to the kingdom of darkness. I ask tonight, oh God, that you will raise men from this place who will roll back the clouds of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree upon everyone in this meeting now and everyone by extension in this environment that as the spirit of the Lord will move, that the power of the Lord will come on them mightily and they will arise an army that cannot be contended with. In the mighty name of Jesus. As your word is going forth tonight, I decree that the power shall accompany every word in the mighty name of Jesus. Nobody will live here the way they came. Let your name alone be glorified. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Forever and ever and ever you reign. Forever you reign. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. I'm trusting God to help me teach tonight. Hallelujah. How many of us are hungry for the word of God? Yes. So I'm trusting God to help me teach tonight. Two scriptures. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, which happens to be our anchor scripture. The Bible says, And he said unto them, And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Psalms 110, from verse 1, three Psalms 110 from verse 1 to 3 you know oh media please you walk with me okay the Lord said unto my Lord sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool the Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Verse 3. 
Thy people shall be willing in the days of thy power, in the beauty of holiness from the womb of the morning, thou hast the dew of thy youth. I'll be charging us briefly what I've captured in the days of his power. In the days of his power. In the days of his power. Mm. In the days of his power. What I want to share with us tonight, burden. And so I'd like for you to position very well to receive it. The 31st of May, 2020, I was somewhere in Bauchi State. And after praying through the 1st of June, the Lord opened my eyes to an encounter. And in that encounter, we were on a battlefield. On a battlefield. We were on a straight line. I saw myself there with so many other young ministers of the gospel towards the left. And towards the right were our fathers in the faith. And then we were fighting. We were not moving, we stood still. And then we were engaging an assault that was coming from another end. However, in this encounter, the atmosphere was dark. So you could only see fire calling up in the clouds and then hitting people at this end. Do you understand what I'm saying? Fire will call up in the clouds, dark cloud. And people were falling down at our end. Not too long, I turned to my left. And there was nobody standing among the young ministers. None. When I looked to my right, few of our fathers in the faith were standing. Few. And I was vexed in my spirit. And I began asking, what is happening? What is this? And a wind carried me in that encounter and landed me inside a compound just behind a gate. And down there was a tunnel with wailing and noise. And they were descending downwards and blood flowing as water. The sight was so horrible, sir. I ran out from the gate. And just as I ran out, I turned back to look where I came out from. And it was written on the gate, the gate of hell. And I became more terrified in that encounter. However, our fathers in the faith were still standing. And then a man beckoned on me from afar, coming out of a rock. And he said, don't be afraid, come. And join those in the rock. He called the name. And when I entered, I saw very few young ministers were in that rock prepared and being trained just to be released again and then it dawned on me that those who I saw at first sight were not ready for what was coming 
Beloved, I want to announce to you tonight that we're in the days of powers. However, I want to draw attention to his power. We're in the days of power. So when we say the emergence of witness, it is a function of power. Very similar to the experience at birth. Very similar to the experience at birth. So in 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 3, and in Isaiah chapter 37, verse 3, anyone, you can pop it up, media very fast. 2 Kings 19, 3, Isaiah 37, verse 3. And thus said Hezekiah, this day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and blasphemy. Why? Because the children are come to bed and there is no strength to bring forth. When we talk about emergence, there is a necessity for strength. There is a necessity for power because it is a bad experience in the days of his power. The second thing I'd like you to note about emergence of witnesses is that it is seasonal. It doesn't happen always. One of the persons who stood here to charge us up in prayer, he made reference to certain prophecies. And then he did some speculations and calculations to bring us to a point. And then he made it clear that God has extended the season. How do I know this? Deuteronomy 11 verse 14 spoke of seasons. John chapter 5 verse 4 spoke of seasons. I will give you the rain of your land in his due season. John chapter 5 verse 4. For an angel went down at a certain season. Take note of those words. So, emergence of witness don't just happen spontaneously. It is seasonal. And that's why it is critical that you are sensitive. Even if you were not paying attention in the last two days, and even this morning, at least, for the sake of your destiny, pay attention now. You see, the result of the encounter I just shared became pivotal in my life. And it altered the course of my destiny forever. You don't understand. <laughs> forever. I was towing a particular direction. But that encounter, sir, it shifted me totally. Totally. It brought me to a new season. Totally. Totally. Certain things you must understand. Number one, who is a witness? I want us to pray, so I will make it very brief. Who is a witness? A witness is an active participant or a partaker. An active participant or a partaker. In Acts chapter 1 verse 21 to 22, the apostle says, Of the people that walked with us, let us look for one who was with us from the time of Christ till his ascension and appoint him to take this position. Let us look for one who is a participant, one who has been a partaker, 
who has followed Christ this far and appoint him. You see similar reference in Acts chapter 5 verse 32. The Bible says, and we are witnesses of these things and so also is the Holy Ghost. So a witness is one who is a participant, who is a partaker. Number two, who is a witness? A witness is an authentic spokesman or a valid testifier. An authentic spokesman or a valid testifier. John chapter 21, verse 24 to 25. John 21, 24 to 25. There was this certain disciple of Christ that was so dear to him and that followed him. And the Bible said, this is the disciple which testifies of these things. And wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. And the disciples also added. He said, there are also many things Jesus did. Which if we should have written it, everyone, I suppose the books in the world would not be enough to contain it. I thought when you read your Bible, you thought all that Jesus did was what was written. However, someone who is a spokesman, someone who has testimony is telling you that everything I'm telling you is true. And not just that, there are many other things that Christ did that we did not capture. That is a witness, a spokesman. Valid testifier. Who is a witness number three? A witness is a proof producer. Or an evidence carrier. A proof producer or an evidence carrier. In Acts chapter 6 verse 10 I believe. Acts 6 verse 10. Concerning Stephen, while they beheld him, okay, the Bible said, Could you resist the wisdom which it is speak? And verse 15, verse 15, while they beheld him, they saw that his face had changed to want to look like a celestial being, an angel. He was not just telling them the things, he had it in him. Do you understand what I'm saying? He had the proof. That I saw Christ seated. And how you know that what he said is true? Look at his face. Hallelujah. He had the evidence. They couldn't resist the words he was saying. They wanted to kill him, but they couldn't resist him. Because he carried evidence. That's a witness. Number four, who is a witness? A witness is a passionate defender a passionate defender in fact the word witness is gotten from the word material that's to say a matter someone who is willing to die for what he or she believes a witness is a passionate defender and so in Acts chapter 15 verse 26 Acts chapter 15 verse 26 it says these who have hazard their life for the gospel, these who have hazarded their life, 1526, for the gospel are here. In other words, they were passionately defending the gospel and they were willing to even die for it. One time Paul making his defense in Acts chapter 26 verse 29, 
before King Agrippa. He said, oh, Agrippa, I wish that everybody would be like me. However, this bound is what I don't want you to have. But I'm so passionate about what I carry that I wish you also would be like me. So a witness is a passionate defender. When last were you convicted about the things you say? You tell people Jesus can do this, Jesus can do How passionate are you about it? Can you prove and validate with evidences that these things are so? So a witness is an active participant. A witness is an authentic spokesman. A witness is a proof producer. A witness is a passionate defender. Are you with me? Shout hallelujah. Now, let's go back to our anchor scripture in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Jesus said unto them, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. When you read the preceding verses before that, you discover that Jesus was at a location that was prophetically captured in the scripture. The Bible says it was at Zebulon. Living Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum from verse 13, which is upon the sea coast, in the borders of Zebulon and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali, by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people we sat in darkness saw great light and to them which sat in the regions and the shadow of death, light spring up. And from there, Jesus began to preach the kingdom. And afterwards, we saw Jesus telling two brothers, verse 18, Andrew and Simon Peter, follow me and I will make you. There is something you must understand about these regions. Naphtali and Zebulun were border towns by the sea to indicate journeys and of Naphtali, he said, possess you the south. And the, you remember the prophecies of Moses? All right. So Jesus now chose to sat or to stay rather between those two, those two strategic states. He was from Nazareth. He left Nazareth, rented a house in Capernaum, which is between Naphtali. <laughs> You are hearing he rented the house for the first time? Okay. And Zebulon. Hallelujah. Saying, Galilee of the Gentiles. Galilee is a city that is inhabited by Jews. But why is it associated with Gentiles? Galilee of the Gentiles. And he went for that to say, these people sit in darkness not just darkness the regions of the shadow of death and Jesus chose to sit there in fact by when you look at the place on a map geographically that place happened to be the center of the globe sir 
where he chose to pitch. And out of Capano, he began raising witnesses. Witnesses. But what you must know is this. Before darkness can be subdued and the regions of death can be taken over, there is a necessity for power. The Bible says, while he was yet a coming, he didn't even speak. Jesus Christ, unclean spirit began crying out. Go, have you come to destroy us before our time? The regions of death. Places heavily laden with darkness. Because power was coming to change kingdom course. And when I look at that scripture in Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, a point struck me, which eventually will be the block for what I will live tonight. And Jesus, verse 19, when he had found them, he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I will make you. I will make you. Make, 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 make. Make, that's the point. I will make you. I will make you. Hmm. I was thinking, seeing he's all powerful. <laughs> Please pray in the spirit for one minute. The kind of things I'll share with you, your heart needs to be enlarged. Pray in the spirit. Because you rise on the strength of light tonight. You reign forever. Your name is ever great. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I will make you. That's our word. I will make you. <laughs> I will make you. By God's grace, I'll be sharing with you what I've learned by experience. I'll be sharing with you what I've learned by tutoring, by being discipled. I'll be sharing with you out of the abundance of what I've gleaned from men who have labored in word and doctrine. Hallelujah. So there will be three dimensions to the release of power that makes for the emergence of witnesses. The first dimension will be the make process that Jesus spoke about. And it is the making of man. The second dimension will be the message. And the third dimension will be the mandate. So in the days of his power, God will begin to make men. And we'll release them with a message and a mandate. Are you with me? Hallelujah. 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 You will endure sound doctrine. You will endure sound doctrine. Please listen to what I'm saying. I know you want to pray. You want power to flow. But get the word. Get the word. It has been flowing since day before yesterday. Follow me and I will make you 
is our scripture. One of the ways we will be able to understand what this, the weight of this word Jesus said is that we need to go back to the book of the beginnings. Media, you walk with me very fast. And so in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, and God said, let us make, you see the word? Let us make man <laughs> in our image. After our likeness. Let's deal with that first part. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. The God speaking here is the plural Elohim. Because what followed after is us. And God said, let us. It's even from the one at the beginning. And God said, let there be light. You understand? So, the Godhead is speaking here. And God called the council. He said, let us make man. Let us make man in our image. And after our likeness. And let them have dominion. Over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. And God created man in his own image. In this image made he them male and female. Please match both scriptures together as one. And so in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 we see God creating. Follow me. And the, create, the creation that is happening here is a creation without raw material. Hallelujah. It's a creation without raw material. So, the one who exists all by himself said to himself, the Godhead, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And in verse 27, the Bible said, God created man. The first person that said, let us, plural, right? But verse 27, one man, one, one entity. All right? So, verse 27, God created. Verse 26, let us make man. God created. And God created man, How? In his own image. But what was the initial plan in this text? The initial plan was to make, not to create. And not just making, is to make man in both dimensions of image and likeness. However, in verse 27, we are seeing that whoever was formed there wasn't even made, he was created, and he was only created in an image. Let me cite what happened there. When you have, when you have the intention to start a business, and then you brood within yourself, and you begin to make analysis within yourself. I want to start what kind of business? A poultry business, for instance. And then I will need three hundred birds. I'll need to get fits. So, so, so amount of money. I'll need to get an area of land where I can house them. 
Do you know what you are doing? You are creating. Are you getting me? Now, by the end of this analysis, you will discover that you have already have something within you. You have gotten the image of what you want. However, you have not brought it out. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what you see in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible says God created man in his image. That is whatever was in Genesis 1:27 was an entity that was yet, as this idea I said, within God. The man you saw in Genesis 1.27 is still within God. Like your business idea is still within you. Notwithstanding, you have created it. You have gotten the image dimension of it. But you have not yet gotten the likeness dimension that will begin to express it. Are you with me? Shout hallelujah. Let's see Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Alright. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. The Bible says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. <laughs> and hope you are with your Bible. Alright. And breath into his nose the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Alright. Now, Turn your Bibles back to Genesis 1 27. Leave this other script. <laughs> Leave Genesis 2 verse 7 there. Meanwhile, look at Genesis 1 27 in your Bible. What do we have in Genesis 1 verse 27? Read it out to me. Hold on. So who God created? God created. That is the father. Now, look at who is working now. The Lord God. Those are two different. <laughs> the Lord God. So when the father created, had the idea within him, he now sent it to the next person in the Godhead, who is the Lord God. That word is the pre-incarnate name for the Christ. Jehovah Elohim, the Lord God. Are you with me? So God created man within him. Remember, we are looking at how we can make man. So God created man within him and passed man to the Lord God. And do you know the duty of the Lord God? And the Lord God formed man. I thought he was created. But now we see form. Do you know what it means to form? To form means now to make something from something. This mic is formed from different materials. This is formed from a material. This building is formed from a material. You understand? So, the Lord God now carried dust of the ground and transmitted the idea of God into something. 
And so the Bible says, the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into him the breath of life. And the one who was created now became a living soul. You know what happened here? This is an amalgamation of the body and the soul. Are you with me? Do you want to pray in tongues again? An amalgamation. So the created was now formed. We saw process number one, God created. Process number two, the Lord God formed. However, what was the initial plan? Let us make. We are not to create. We are not to form. We are to make. Genesis chapter 2. <laughs> okay, let's read verse 8 to 9. 8, 8 down to 9. A man became a living soul. Verse 8. Genesis 2 verse 8. Please, who is there? Alright. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had, the man whom he had formed. Verse 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of good and evil. Let me explain this and then we'll take another one. Just leave the scripture match together. Please, whoever is on the system, help me. So after the Lord God formed man, he took him to a garden east of Eden. And he brought man by hand. Walk with me, sir. The man he had formed. And he brought him to a location. The Bible says the location is where? The mist of Eden. Alright? And the Lord God caused to grow every tree good for food. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil was also there. And the tree of life was also there. Verse 15. Someone may have to help me read so that we don't waste time here. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Hold on. Another scripture will tell you to guard. The King James will tell you to guard and or to dress rather and, and keep it. The word dress there, more like saying to multiply, to make it fruitful, to make it replenish. You understand? And now the word keep is a military term. That's to do with guarding consciously. Adam, wait for me. No, no, don't go. So, keep is a military term. Just as you go to the gate, 
and you want to enter, there are certain people who have been assigned to keep the gate. Physically, please. <laughs> there are certain people that have been assigned to keep the gate. So whatsoever happens inside this school vicinity, as that when they are on duty, they are responsible for it. And so it was said of Joseph, whatsoever happened in the prison, Joseph was the doer of it. So that's the time keep. If you mistakenly enter this school from the fence and those people shoot you, you're on your own. Why? Because they have been saddled with the mandate to keep. So this was the command God gave man. Dress this garden. Keep this garden. Let this garden be fruitful. Let this garden begin to multiply. Let this garden replenish. Hold on. This mandate, however, is a default in every man, including everybody listening to me. It is still active now. That when God gives you something, there is an ability in you to make it good. There's an ability in you to dress it. Do you understand? There's an ability in you to keep it. Okay, now, verse 16. Go ahead, sir. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. It's okay. That's verse 16. Right? 17. Remember what we read in verse 9. What did we read in verse 9? Every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Take note. Two trees were there, be The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. However, when God took man, what did he say now in verse 16? I believe where you read. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you will die. So you discover that initially, follow me carefully, God made mention of two trees. What happened now? And the Lord commanded man, saying, every tree you will eat freely. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. Where is the tree of life? I thought he brought him to the midst of the garden, where both trees were standing. You understand me now? And then he told him expressly, in this mist is the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And now he gave a command. Eat everything you see. <laughs> Eat everything you see freely. But the tree of good and evil, you know it. Where is the tree of life? Where is the tree of life? In this statement. Uh, are you with me? Are you with me? Eat everything in this garden freely. But don't eat the tree of good and evil. However, before now, I showed you amongst other three. I showed you two specific three. But now I'm only mentioning one. Don't, don't you ask me, okay, where's the other three? You don't understand what I'm telling you. That is to say, you can also eat the tree of life freely. You understand? 
So he didn't even bother mention it. Eat everything freely. Including the tree of life I told you about the other time. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will not eat. In the day you eat it, you will die. It is called knowledge of good and evil to characterize what it does. However, it is the tree of death. Because we have only two trees. The tree of life and the tree of death. In quote. Do you understand me? Now, what this tree was supposed to do to the man that was formed, the soul in body, was to initiate the likeness dimension so that man will have in him the life of God. When man partake of the tree of life, Zoe will come in him. He will begin to express himself as God. He was not a God. You see this man, Adam, Adam, he was just innocent, sir. He was just a soul, just soul. He doesn't know anything. You understand? Tebularaza. He wasn't a saved man. In fact, he wasn't a righteous man. He was just an innocent man. But we see something happening in chapter 3. This man was deceived and then partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and of evil. And the day he took the tree, do you know who still came? Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Genesis 3 verse 8. They heard the voice of, talk back to me, they heard the voice of, the Lord God walking in the cool of the, the Lord God is still coming back to them because I'm, I'm still in a process. I wasn't done with you yet. The Father just handed you over to me. I just molded you and bred into you. I'm, I wasn't done yet. I needed to be sure that you have received the life I brought you to, but you have it. And so the Lord God came again. What is happening? Adam, where are you? You have altered the balance. You have changed an equation. Where are you? You partook of good and evil. The tree has good in it, oh, but the good is not God. That is why you can see somebody that will come to church, very prayerful and tongue speaking, looking good physically, however, is struggling with pornography inside. Good and evil. That is why you see a family where it looks as though the parent had broken the grounds for the siblings. Where it looks at, for the kids rather. Where it looks as though ways have been paved open for them. But when the children begin to rise, you see perversion in the kids. It is because what they were doing, they were doing it on the strength of this tree, good and evil. That is why a boy will leave his father's house as a church-going brother, baptized in the Holy Ghost, cautiously guarded by the counsel of the, of the parent. But when he steps into a territory as this, he ends up a cultist. Good and evil. You see, you see the testimony the man of God shared yesterday? 
said, just sign your, you have the money. Just sign. I thought when you see that kind of person afterwards, you say he's a blessed man. Because the money is coming, isn't it? But do you know where he signed that? From the tree of good and evil. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the process of the making of man was truncated at a point. Look at Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7 verse 21 to 24. Please meet that very fast if you can. Romans chapter 7 21 to 24. I find then a law. I find then a law. That evil is present with me. That evil is present with me. The one who wills to do good. The one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God. Go ahead. Go ahead. According to the inward man. But I see another law in my members. Mm. Warring against the law of my mind. Mm. And bringing me into captivity. To the law of sin. Which is in my members. Yep. O wretched man. That I am. Who will oh, deliver sir. me from this body of death? God bless you sir. So Paul is telling them I desire to do good sir. But there is something that is willing something else in me. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I desire to serve God. But there is something that is willing me to something else. Who will deliver me from this wretched body of death? Death in this case is not the cessation of life. It's a disconnection from the source. How that you are disconnected from God. You pray, you know he's not there. You know he's not there. You sing, you know he's not there. You have been disconnected. Hallelujah. But do you know the mystery there? I will show you. Jeremiah chapter 18. Everybody turn your Bible. <laughs> Bible study. Jeremiah chapter 18. I'll read it. Follow me as I read it. Jeremiah chapter 18. From verse 1 to 4. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Jeremiah 18, 1 to 4. Arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my word. And in verse 3, he said, Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. Verse 4. And the vessel that he made of clay was mad in the hand of the potter. Take note of that. The vessel was mad where? In the hand of the potter. And so he made it again. Another vessel as seem good to the potter to make it. Who have a message Bible? Read verse 4 in message Bible. Use the mic. Use the mic. Use the mic. Verse 4 in the message Bible. Listen to it. 
verse 4. Whenever the pot, the potter was working on turned out badly. Whenever whenever the pot, the when, potter, whenever the pot, the potter is working on turned out badly. Turns out bad. As sometimes happens. As it sometimes happens. When you are working with clay. When you are working with clay. The potter would simply start over. The potter would simply start over. And use the same and clay. And use the same clay. To make another pot. To make another vessel. Hold on. The who? Potter. What was the Lord God doing? He was forming. He was molding. It was the similitude of the potter. Do you understand? And when the work was mad, who came to save you? You are not with me. Are you following me? <laughs> it was mad in the hand of the potter, the Lord God. And because the potter has in his ability to turn it to another thing with the same clay, he said, no problem. I'm coming back to repair it. And that same potter that same potter, the Lord God was the one who came back for you. You don't understand what I'm saying. You see, when he told Peter, follow me. <laughs> and I will make you. You think he didn't know what he was saying? He was there when he was mad from the beginning. And then he understood that I am the potter and I can make it as I wish. Let me help you understand what I just said. Acts chapter 2 verse 34 to 36. Acts chapter 2 verse 34 to 36. <laughs> you are welcome back. Acts 34 to 36. This is Peter making the defense. He said, David is not ascended into heaven, but he said himself, the Lord said unto my Lord, take note of that. <laughs> the Lord said unto my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thy food, thy footstool. 36. Therefore, let the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord. And so you saw, you can see who was forming you, Abby. You can see now. But have we achieved the goal? Have we achieved the goal? No, sir. What was the goal? Make. Make. So the potter came back to continue from where it was destroyed. However, the goal was to make. And so he, he looked at Peter. And his brother said, I want to make. I didn't want to create. I didn't want to form. And the technology I had designed in time past was that you partake of a tree. But because everything I started then was mad in a way, I'm starting something new. What does this mean to somebody? Let, I will, I'll take it very fast. Follow me. When God wants to make a man, the first thing he will pass you through is the process of consecration. It's the process of separation. Where you'll be, you'll be separated onto a cause. He will first conceive you within him. He will isolate you as an idea in himself. And begins to work on you. 
He begins to consecrate you. He did so to Abraham. He told him, leave your father's house. He did so to Samson. He said, he's a Nazarene. Nothing shall touch his head. He did so to John the Baptist. He said, he's a Nazarene. Nothing shall. In fact, he should be in the wilderness. Are you with me? He did so to Jeremiah. He said, I sanctify you. I, before you even from, I ordained you. I consecrated you. I separated you. For those of you who are under the sound of my voice, and you have been receiving fire since day before yesterday, you better listen and listen good. Because when that kind, you see, that narration I gave, <laughs> when it will begin to, that assault will be launched, this is what will save you. Consecration. The Bible says, this is the will of God. That you possess your vessel in sanctification. Consecration is not debatable. If it is the power of God you want to. You see the tongue you are blasting in this place? The one you did in the morning. The one you did yesterday and the day before yesterday. It is good, sir. But when the priests of this world come in, and find something in you. <laughs> then it will, be, it will be clear to you. That the devil who failed in the garden of Eden is still working. Are you with me? So the beginning of the working and the making of man is the consecration process. You see that everywhere littered in scripture. He told Barnabas, uh, it, it, the Holy Ghost speaks, he says, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the tax I had to them. Uh, in Romans 1 verse 1, Paul, a servant of God, an apostle separated unto the gospel. Galatians 1, 15 to 17. He said, when it pleased God who separated me from my mother, I conferred not with flesh and blood, but I went up to Arabia and afterwards to Damascus to there with the brethren. And then I met Peter. So, Every time God wants to use a man, the first process, the Lord, or the first process God is consecration, consecration, consecration. Say with me, consecration. Are you afraid? Say consecration. And so in 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16 through 20, it says, what relationship has light got to do with darkness? What, what, why are you equally yoked with Tom Believer? And he said, come out from among them and be separate. Consecration. Like God is saying to somebody tonight, I am set to use you as an army. I am set to unleash my power in you. But the first demand I'm placing on your life is consecration consecration you must separate yourself number two very quickly the second process he will take you through in the making of man is the process of discipleship take note of this discipleship This is the stage where God begins to form you. He forms you at the stage of discipleship. 
He begins to harness your potentials, your skills, your ability and your gifting. Do you notice something? When Jesus called, called them in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, he called Andrew and his brother, right? What were they doing? They were fishers of men. When he called them in verse 19, he said, follow me and I will make you, they were fishermen rather. He said, follow me and I will make you. Do you notice he did not change their skill? Are you with me? He didn't say, follow me, I will make you a mechanic. He still made reference to where he was bringing them from. The implication of that is this. You don't have to look like me to do what God wants to do through you. Are you with me? You don't have to look like a certain man of God. When God brings out a fisherman, he turns the fisherman to a fisher of man. When God uses an engineer, sir, he will use the engineer as an engineer of men. When God takes a medical doctor, he will use you as a doctor to men. That is why our strength is in our uniqueness. That is the point. So all may not be pastors as it were. Some of you are called in the fashion line. It is a call to discipleship. So that through what God has placed in you, he can begin to fish men in that dimension. Some of you are sent out as lecturers. Don't envy the pastor. Because what God wants to do through you is to make you a lecturer of men. Are you following me? Some of you are called as singers. And for the paraphernalia of ministry and what you see some people doing here and there, you, you have left your singing to desire the microphone to do something, something. Be careful. Are you with me? When he raised him, he said, I will make you a fisher. If you are here, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Is somebody blessed? <laughs> fisher of man. So our uniqueness is where we have our strength. But don't forget, follow me and I will make you. So how does God want to make this man? He has created the man. He has formed the man. He has created you now in consecration. He's forming you in discipleship. Remember Basalil? He was a good disciple of God and of Moses. Have you not heard of the mighty men of David? How one man would take a sword and slay 800 at once. At once. They were thoroughly discipled by David. How about who you now call the apostles? They were once disciples. He said he called them to be with him. Are you with me? Hallelujah. God forms you in the process of discipline. But he wants to make you. He wants to make you, not to form you. He wants to make you. So what will he do to make you? He now introduced the third person, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that administers the making process of man. The Holy Spirit is the one that breaks you till you find your coordinates in Christ. 
The Holy Ghost was the tree of life that they did not eat from. You didn't know? <laughs> okay. Look at Job 33 verse 4. Job 33 verse 4. Job 33 verse 4. It says, the spirit of God had, chorus it, the spirit of God had, God created, the Lord God formed, the spirit of the Lord had made. So it is the spirit that make it. When we say God wants to make men and send them as witnesses, we're trying to tell you that he wants to bring you under a government. A government of the spirit. Where you no longer have a will of your own. Where you no longer have an emotion of your own. You no longer take decisions because it is good to you. But because an energy within you is propelling the kingdom. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Ah, how can you walk when you don't know the way of the wind? That is it. That is it. Is it. How can you fly? You don't understand it. Many of you want to fly. <laughs> Many of you want to do great things for God. Yet, you don't understand the moves of the Spirit of God. Bringing everything in obedience to God. Bringing everything in obedience and it's the Holy Ghost Spirit of the living God is the Holy Ghost Spirit of the King of Kings and it's the Holy You, sir. <laughs> you see, many of the things you've seen were compelled, sir, by a greater force. You don't understand what I'm telling you. You think we wish to hold this mic? We're compelled by a greater force. We're compelled. Believe me when I tell you the things I say. It is... Oh, <laughs> I would have loved to live a normal life, sir, and serve God. As a normal Christian. But there's a compelling power. You see the encounter I shared with you? It changed my life permanently. That certain decisions were taken never to go back to. The Holy Ghost is the maker of men. After God had created you, the Lord God had formed you. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the maker of men. So I pity those who don't yet have him. 
Maybe you thought what was happening yesterday was a joke. You don't know that. the man of God said, I came to prepare you. I smiled. In fact, he quoted my uncle's scripture. The Holy Ghost was making men. That's how God will put your life under pressure. There are some of you that the Lord will empty you and empty you and empty until you stumble into your ordination. There are some of you like Jonah, they will have to throw you out of a particular boat until you enter your call. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you, you see, the word witness is, sim is, is, is similar to the word ecclesia, the church of God. And the church means someone that is sent out. The called out ones. The sent out ones. So when God says emergence of witness, I, I want to send out some people. The church is the earthly representation of the government of heaven. That is wherever you enter, a government should find expression. And it is only possible when you know the Holy Ghost. That is wherever you enter, a kingdom must give way for the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Daniel interpreted a dream to Nebuchadnezzar. He said the great statue you saw with the head of gold, with the hand upwards of silver, the ties of brass, the foot of the, 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 the legs of iron, the foot of clay and iron mixed together. He began explaining this question. He said, The head is Babylon. Right? Follow me. Babylon under the rule of Nebuchadnezzar, a very mighty empire. The next level you saw, the silver, was the Medians and the Persians under the rule of Dairos. So Daniel was with Nebuchadnezzar, he was with Dairos. <laughs> And the third you saw, which is the brass, was the Greece, the Grecian Empire, under the rule of Alexandra. And the angel told Daniel, when I go, take heed, because the prince of Grecia shall come. And the next that you saw, Ion, is the Roman Empire. And the down part mixed is also the Roman Empire, the Holy Roman is what they call it. Do you know the implication of that prophecy? How that a stone was caught without hand. And then it landed and collapsed that structure. That structure represented the world government. Eh? The Babylonian Empire operated the system of exile. That is when they come, when Nebuchadnezzar and his men come to your territory, they will carry you totally into Babylon and bring Babylonians here. Exile. Are you following me? They made the, the Medians and the Persian Empire, they operated that same policy of government, exile. They will carry you and change you. Are you with me? The Grecian Empire came and operated what we call enculturation. The meaning of that is enculture, culture, enculturation. The meaning of that is assuming you are in Aberdeen and I'm in that dispensation, I will come and carry you to Greece and teach you everything about the Greeks and send you back to your place. Enculturation. 
And now, the intent is you now begin to teach your people my language. And that, 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 that policy had so much strength, so much power, that Greek was taught everywhere, sir. That is how you learned philosophy. You don't understand. Because they gained so much power during the reign of Alexandra. This is all captured in the prophecy of Daniel. But when the Romans came, they practiced colonization. In colonization, they send out their people to you to teach you, not your people coming. So, during this reign of the Romans, emissaries, witnesses were sent out of Rome to other parts of the earth to begin to colonize. <laughs> and now when God used the word to Peter, he said, that word, Peter, I want to use this rock and drop down this government. However, I will still maintain colonization so that when I send you out to a territory, you will begin to bear witness. Are you with me? So that is why when God is, you see, many of us will look normal physically, but in the realm of the spirit, you are a colonial master. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are, that is why you will leave a territory and they start praying. You know why? You have colonized them in the way of prayer. That is why you leave a territory. For instance, I know someone wants to study the word of God now. Am I right? No. Am I right? Lift up your hands. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm colonizing you. That is the witness Jesus spoke of. When he told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gate of hell. It means I want to bring you out of somewhere as little as you are and you will drop down the whole of the kingdoms that be and raise something new for me. Colonizing them in it. So there are people under the sound of my voice even now that the Lord wants to send you as colonial masters. Some of you to your family. You thought you were born in that family by mistake. No. You were born with a default system such that in the fullness of time you begin to colonize your people. He said, your people shall all be righteous. You think you were sent to, to, to that department? To, no, 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 no. You didn't go to that department to waste your time. You were sent in as a colonial master so that in the fullness of time your department will be brought under the government of the Christ is there anybody here who is willing to take up that dimension rise to your feet colonial masters colonial masters colonial masters Colonial masters. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? You need the word. You need the word. You need the word. By the, my, I'm not going halfway my message. Remember, it's the man, the message, and the mandate. But let's just stop there. Lift up and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I am available. I am available. 
Father, 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 in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, I am available. I am available. Send me out as a witness. Send me out as a witness now. Just lift up your voice and pray. Let kosha kabara te konde sivale takaba. Ashadagabala, 
owned me. You know how you own fan in a room and then it moves. One of those days I asked this man of God, if you still remember around this road, we're walking. I said, how do you know the spirit of God is with you? And then he told me, he was trying to explain the faith dimension. I told him, but whenever I pray, a cloud comes over me. And it was in that kind of heat of prayer, one of those days, sir. I was standing praying. But I woke up from the ground. Follow me. <laughs> I was praying with the door locked. I woke up from the ground with the door open. I want to intimate you where you are. A being walked into the room, sir. A woman with two men. She was dressed almost stark naked. And then she sat down with a pot between her legs. And the men were eating from there. And she said, I am the queen of the coast. I jumped up, sir. My door was I locked the door Actually, I was standing up to pray. What took me down and opened my door? I don't know. So you know the kind of territory you are in. I did not <laughs> from that I carried my back and ran to school. That's what I want to tell you. Do you understand what we are saying? I want you to understand the kind of territory, territory. Men have labored in this territory. And if it must be sustained, you also must be born. Apostle Kingsley was supposed to come here. Kingsley will call. One of those days in the hostel, I remember very vividly, it was on a Sunday. I had a backpack that had zips. Small Bible red. I kept it on my bed after service. I slept off. Sunday into Monday. After it's those days, knife is too encounter and in that encounter it was as though a market scene where war just happened and I was working with another person whom I don't I don't even know the, in that I couldn't recognize I was like, how is it that they are killing Christians what is happening and then we approached the place in that scene you know and ancient person stood up very old on white garment and white clothes and the person said, my son, it's true that they are killing everybody. And that is why I'm sending you to the end of the earth to go and publish my word. And he said, blessed is he that keep the words of this prophecy for the time is at hand. Do you know when I woke up, my Bible was open to Revelation chapter 1, I think verse 5 or so, where this exact word is written. Now, that's not the point. The next day, Kingsley was in the library reading. He slept, he had the same encounter. Same encounter. He and another person you couldn't recognize. And this time an old man told them, go out. Go and bring people that I have cooked. They need to eat. And so they went about searching for people that they, 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 it is already prepared. The master is waiting. In this same place. I'm telling you how God formed us. Are you with me? In 2015, the first program I organized, the Pentecost Flame. I was praying for that program at about 4 a.m. in the morning, sir. And I saw where it was written of me. In the book of Isaiah. Let me seal the remaining. I was studying. Studying for a program. At 4 a.m. I saw it. And immediately I was broken, sir, in tears. And God said, this is why you came. And the terrible part is that in that place, there's a scripture that says, if you don't do this thing, you are laboring in vain. 
I don't want to make it straight so you will not know where I'm saying. Do you understand me? <laughs> I said we are compelled. I know what I'm telling you. Are you following me? That script, that, that, that revelation lingered. I've been doing the work of God, but Father, hold it. 2019, it came again. I was wrapping up my NYC. This time I was summoned to a convocation. I had to meet Reverend Joe in his house. Now, all these are encounters I want to tell you that somebody will have an encounter tonight that will shape your destiny permanently. You don't know, you don't understand. Permanently, permanently, permanently. So, encounters are product of deep intimacy with God. And then you begin to receive of his fullness. He now gives you a message and backs the message with the power dimension called grace. And after that, he sends you out on a mandate. The scripture is littered with mandates, exact phrases of the word of Christ. For instance, where we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, let them have, is a mandate. Let them have, you can't negotiate it, sir. You are mandated to have dominion. In Matthew 28, he said, therefore, go ye, is a mandate. You can't negotiate it. Mandate. You know what he said in Luke? Occupy till I come. Mandate. You can't appreciate it. These are triggers that release your message. Are you following me? So I'm trusting God that this night, I know many of you came with the intention that you want to follow on that power. No, things have changed. <laughs> you know, we will feed you the word of God. Say you are no longer you are no longer babes. You should be eating strong meat. You should be eating strong meat. You should be eating strong meat. You should be able to. The Bible says that the woman be thoroughly furnished. Thoroughly furnished. A mandate. You know the mandate I love most amongst all mandates. Psalms one hundred and ten verse two. Rule thou in the midst enemy. And that is the mandate I want us to enforce for chapel of praise as a church. In accordance to other mandates. The Lord shall send the rod of his strength out of Zion. Saying rule thou. So the enemy is not is insignificant. Rule thou in the midst of your enemies. You pray to prayer at the same time. God show me my message. And give me a mandate. Show me my message. And give me a mandate. You have five minutes. The way you cry it out, I don't know. But oh God, show me, give me a message, or show me my message, and give me a mandate. My life must change. I will never be I'll touch your grace. My life must never be the same.
me let me share a testimony with you of which there are many witnesses here to prove the fact that it is so so sometime in 2017 when i think that was holiday we gathered to pray we camped in this territory we camped at a certain house we're about 11 of us the winning 11. <laughs> we're about 11 of us while people went home we said since we're around let us turn it to a camp meeting I want you to just pray the same prayer again very briefly but with intention before hallelujah all right and then we're about 11 Hallelujah. All right. So we pray that that um, that house. If you're a part of, if you're a part of that, just raise your hand. If you're there, if you're a part, just lift your hands. Lift, lift it up high. We are among the eleven that camped and we prayed together. Lift your hands up. Very well. Lift it up high. Please turn around and look. You see some of them now. I'm house. Just turn around. You see hands. At least they can. Be, they, okay. Hey, look at them. They can bear witness. We're eleven of us. And then we prayed in that house. We prayed. Basically at the watches. You understand? And on a Thursday, in that period, while we prayed, I felt an arrow through my chest. It came in one, two, three. And I knew that this is not a mistake. <laughs> and I began returning it back. Back to wherever it came from. By the time we prayed at night, that Thursday, we prayed at night and then went to sleep. And then I had an encounter. A beast accosted me. What would look like a hyena and a tiger at the same time was coming towards me in that encounter. By the wisdom of God, I could discern who it was in person. So I pointed my hands in that encounter in the night. I said, you are dead in the name of Jesus Christ. When I woke up, I told Samson, are you aware your grandmother will soon die? Am I right, sir? Look at him. This thing I'm seeing, at least there are witnesses. I said, are you aware your grandmother will soon die? This is Thursday to Friday. Sir, that Friday, the call that woke us up was that he has expired. Why am I saying this? You are mandated to rule in the midst of your enemies. You are mandated to pass judgment. Huh? You are mandated. It's not, say, all these chibili chibili Christians that they'll slap you in the dream and you will, Ay. You, are, you are mandated. You are mandated. I used to say morosely, you, you may beat me here, but if I slap you there, you will not wake up. It is a mandate. Is a mandate. Now, when I say you are a colonial master, I know what I'm telling you. So the prayer is this again. Oh God, give me my message. Eh? And my mandate. I'll give you one minute to pray that prayer again. Because God is sending you as an emissary. He 
send you. What we say witness, you must have an evidence to show. Let me add another one. This is another man of God here. This man came to my house. Then I was staying over here now. Came to my house. He told me, how can you be a man of God and there's bare parlor in front of your house? Am I right, sir? Yes, sir. This is him. At least he can divide. How can you be a bare parlor? You know, it has the compelling dimension. He said, sir, bare parlor. I said, I thought you stayed here. He said, no. How can you be this and there's bare parlor in front of your house? We say it, we, he just spoke it out to me, and I was angry within me. How can I be in this place and the spare part in front of the house? I was on 90 on a certain day, 25th of November 2016. Something came on me, sir. Something came on me. Yes, very liquid. And when I returned, I came back here on 26. That was when we had solution our mama that we invited the man from Portacourt. You remember? The man that came from Portacourt. Really, I came that night. I left Uyo on Friday where I was doing my IT so that I would meet up for the solution hour on Saturday morning. Immediately, I dropped down. I told the bike, stop here in front of the bear parlor. I didn't pray too much prayer. I stretched out my hand and I was passing. I said, Tamite. From the foundation to the roof. Tamite. Consume. Time I returned back from IT, there was nothing to be found there. Termite. Termite. No, we close people's business, of course. Termite. Termite. When I'm telling you that there are tokens, there are evidence to prove these things, it's not. <laughs> I'm saying this so that you pray and be sure you have touched the cloud. So, just one minute, give me my message, send me with a mandate. Pray that prayer in one minute. Alright. Just take position. Just take position. Pray, oh, pray. <laughs> you think they don't know you in the realm of the spirit, Abby? I pity you. I pity you. <laughs> I pity you. That's why you are living a casual life. I pity you. Pray, oh God, give me a message. He said, I will put my word in your mouth. And my word in your mouth shall be as fire. And the enemies shall be as stubbles. Come in, O Sambre, Kanamba, Takus, Kamenda. Eriada Brigadia, the Brigadia, the other Brigadia, Gadiata, Gadia, the Brigadia, the Balakatus, the other Brigadia. I will never be the same. I touch your grace. My life must change.
dominion as a witness. So the Bible speaking in Psalms 110 verse 2. It says the Lord shall send the rod. of." And yesterday you were told that you are the rod. And Christ said it. He said if they do this to the dry one, how much more the fresh one? And the Lord shall send forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a root shall come out of his branch. So the Bible says, out of Zion, the Lord shall send the rod of power. And the intent is so that you will rule in the midst of, you see, all this one, you run away from compound because you see a witch is there. It will not happen again. You run away from a house because they press you at night. It will not happen again. You are mandated to rule in the midst. So I just want you to picture what has looked like an enemy. Like an enemy. Just picture it now. Just picture it within your mind. Just picture it. So I'll give you five minutes to exert dominion over that enemy. Over that enemy. Over that enemy. Are we ready now? Are we ready now? Are we ready now? Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I exert dominion in the midst of you can mention it now and begin to pray. Now, wherever you are, the doppels begin to anoint and rule in the midst of your enemy. That is the mandate. Over a chapel of praise, the Lord shall send forth the rod of his strength out of Zion. Saying, saying, rule thou in the midst of your enemies. 
Christ. Yeah. I see a candle moving. I see a candle moving. And the candle is searching the deeper part of people's belly. Come in, Osile, come in at us. Brenendo, come in, Osile. I don't have time, but I would like you to receive it by prayer. I wish I could pray for you by laying on of hands. But I see a candle. But I would say the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. And it's such yet everywhere, even the inward parts of the belly. Hey, I see a sofa. And an angel that is holding it is an heralding angel. And I think it's a prophetic mandate, but he said no. These are men that will herald seasons over the territory. Men that will herald seasons, seasons. They will announce the beginning of seasons. Men are but I see a lion moving. And it is for territorial dominion. I don't know which is your own. But I'd like you to take it by fire now. Yamanda Saila, Rabagadiatamos, Rabagadiata Batamos, Eliada, 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 of the three that I have mentioned. Meanwhile, people have been brought into the ordination of the apostolic. People have been brought into the ordination of the prophetic. People have been brought into the ordination of the evangelistic. People have been brought into the ordination of the pastoral and the teaching. I don't need to lay hands. Just believe what I tell you. <laughs> Just believe what I tell you. Now, you are among those who had interceded during this period for this program. Step forward. Just step forward. And every other person, you see these three things I mentioned, your own is part of it. Lift up your voice and receive it now. That candle, that candle, it is for somebody here. It is for some, that sofa in the realm of the spirit to herald season. It is for somebody. Forget about these people you see in front. Yours is just right in front of you. Lift up your voice and receive it now. Pray. Shut up. Ramadan, 
In the name of Jesus Christ. One more prayer point and then you'll be released. By the way, if you are in front, I meant those who prayed specifically for this program. There's a group. If you are not part of the group, please just return. Don't worry. There's a group. There's a group of people that prayed for this program. They are the ones I want in front now. However, if you had stepped out already, believe me, you had received yours already. Believe me. That particular group, not prayer band, that group, that group. Hmm. There are those of you under the sound of my voice who are really struggling academically. And by struggling, I mean you are innocently struggling. Okay, you see, a prophet of God is confirming that you are innocently struggling. It's not as if you don't read. You read. You, you burn the midnight oil. But then, you are innocently struggling. You labor like an elephant and eat as an ant. See, as you are hearing me now, that siege is already broken. I'm only casting news. Like my brothers, it's already broken. It's already broken. You are labor. You see, and they are entered into their rest. The people you see in front of you here, and many amongst you have entered into their rest academically. And this grace is available to bring you also into your rest. And I decree it is so for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Finally, wherever you are, I'd like you to lay your hands on the ground. No, excluding those in front of me. But every other person. And do you know your prayer? Occupy till I come. Father, the church occupies Aquibo State University till it pleases you to return in glory. They occupy. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Don't forget you are a colonial master. Come in, 
Jesus Christ. Amen. Rest your feet. It is done. It is done. It is done. How many of you believe it is done? Don't look for spectacular manifestations again. I'm willing you to us a purpose. It is done. Yeshua Hamashiach Lion of Judah I want you to use that song and celebrate. These people only speak over you and declare over you, and then we are out of this place. All right? It is done. It is done. Do you see this thing here? Do you see it? It has already been answered. Please, don't think I'm saying it to make you feel good. I know what I'm telling you. My own is also here. So don't think it's one special. My own is here. I can't even find it now. If you wish, I can read it out for you if you can't sign any of them. Well, but they are all answered already. Hey, Yeshua,
years. Let the name be established upon this campus. Let the name be established upon every individual. Amen. Let your name be established upon this land. Amen. Let your name be established upon this territory. Amen. Let there be confidence rising in the hearts of men. Amen. Let there be faith rising in the hearts of women. Amen. And let them walk in the fullness of the ordination. Lord, pay time, furnish understandings of demands and grant them grace to obey. And at the end of it all, it shall be said that the kingdom of Aksu has become the kingdoms of our God and of his son, Jesus the Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. En kabaraka to shegem parakatos kayabate ikalato sabrakato kabate iyakwan kabaraka to pete ikato salabraka kayabarakate ikabato saketado sate akabanaka to shabalabalabada I speak as I am commanded whatsoever is your expectation in this service, I declare and I decree, so shall it be. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatsoever that has been standing as limitation towards your destiny, towards your family, towards I declare and I decree it is over tonight. Amen. I say it is over tonight. Amen. I speak over your life. You will not fail God. Amen. You will not fail God. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Kabata brente kemina sakratila. Skopoto Yes, yes, Lord. Katobata. Such as you have laid burden in our heart, Lord. Skanamana katamanagada. Shadanamana kukwata balanena. We release your grace. Unusual grace. By the spirit of the Lord tonight. We release the grace of the Lord. Amen. Walk in new dimension. Amen. Walk in new dimension. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Manifest God's glory. Manifest God's glory. Amen. From the ground of your head to your soul, to the sole of your feet. The glory of the Lord overwhelms you. New dimension already breaking out for you. The, the end of struggle. The end of suffering. Now the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his way. You are healed of any infirmity. Amen. Right now, right now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And the redeemed of the Lord shall return to Zion. We speak as we have commanded. Go and flourish. 
Amen. The mighty hand of the Lord do you good. Amen. The name of the Lord prosper you. Amen. Round about back to back good news. Celebrate Jesus. First Peter 4 and verse 11. Said, Whosoever does speak, let him speak as an oracle. And in just one night, Joseph slept in the prison. The next morning, he received a word from the king. And just within the token of hearts, everything about his life was changed. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that all you have received in the course of this program, no devil will steal from you. Amen. You didn't get that. All the blessedness of this program that you've received, all the graces you have received upon your shoulders and upon your head, no bastard will take from you. Amen. Even if you decide even if you decide to let it go, it's too late. You are implicated by the voices you've heard from this altar. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I for one, I come as a spiritual midwife to assist you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the betting of that great idea in your spirit. Amen. It becomes a reality in your hands. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And we call it done. Done. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. According to the word of your servants upon this altar, therefore, O Lord, I decree that these blessings come upon your people and overtake them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are released from this place as a witness to your territory. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are released from this place as a witness in your academics. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are released from this place as a witness in your family. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are released from this place as a witness to the hidden. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Velata, velata, cavete, zuba na cabrina, monde crane someta hi, cabada gila sabela, cabedola kina damela cabia, bongrisame, bongrisame, wherever you shall find yourself from henceforth, I decree you shall colonize that territory. In the mighty name of Jesus. I program a wall of fire about your destiny. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The eye of the wicked shall not steal the good thing God has begun. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We stand on this altar and we release. He said, this be the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. We stand upon this altar and we release. Out of Zion, the rod of judgment over every activity that is not of God in this campus. Out of this place we decree they come to an end in the name of Jesus. The activity of cultism comes to an end in the name of Jesus. Amen. The activity of witchcraft comes to an end in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
it says to subvert without cause the Lord approves it not therefore anybody under the sound of my voice who has been oppressed by a lecturer in any area at all I speak the word of judgment over that fellow and I decree in the name of Jesus tonight your liberty is established Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. and saviors shall arise out of Zion that they will judge the Mount of Israel and the kingdoms shall be the Lord I release you as a savior tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. you are released with the voice of judgment in the mighty name of Jesus we pray over Chapel of Praise at Quibom State University you will not lack witnesses in the mighty name of Jesus you will not lack waters in the mighty name of Jesus the enemy will not discomfit you in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. we stand in agreement even as we speak over the one said to oversee the activity of the Lord in this territory we speak over the servant of the Lord we decree measure upon measure is added in the name of Jesus Amen. Joshua said and I beheld and one stood. He says, the captain of the Lord's host. We decree as it was to Joshua. So shall it be to the servant of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Every word from this altar will profit you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Anybody who is assigned to death. I decree your appointment with death is disannulled. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that all through your stay in this place and afterwards, you will not bury a loved one. In the mighty name of Jesus, the hand of the Lord will keep you. The spirit of the Lord will make you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Somebody Amen. celebrate Jesus in the house. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a Lion of Judah, I will tremble in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in one accord, release the spirit of excellence. Stand with it.